Hi, and welcome to the Property Matters podcast. I'm Gareth Gibson, and I'm happy that you've joined me today. Please sit back, relax, and uh, grab a cup of coffee, tea, water, whatever it is. Or if you're driving, um, just try and absorb everything that I talk about. And uh, if you like this podcast, uh, recommend it to a friend, uh, subscribe, and I'll try and update as regularly as possible. Um, So without further ado, let's get into it. So the purpose of today's podcast, it's uh, the first one that I'm putting in this series, is to give you guys a little bit of an insight into who I am and uh, what I stand for and just uh, give you my story so that you know you know who you are listening to and basically where I'm coming from. So I am actually turning 30 in October this year, um, end of another decade. And if someone asked me 10 years ago, even in my final year of school at 18 years old, where I saw myself in 10 years time, um, or possibly further, I wouldn't say that my life as it is now is where I saw myself. And I guess that kind of talks to how life happens to you when you're making plans. And we can sit here and talk about, you know, all the um, the powers of uh, the laws of attraction and the powers of the mind and all the rest of it and, you know, uh, the secret. And I do believe in that. I'm a firm believer in religion and science uh, running in parallels and how they just talk in different languages and it's evident in the way that we live our lives and the things that happen to and for us and ultimately I believe that life is a journey and in life you don't get what you deserve you only get what you negotiate and what I mean by that is if you're sitting in circumstances that you do not feel comfortable with or that you're unhappy with then the change has got to come from you you can't sit around and wait for somebody else to save you and that kind of thought process didn't come overnight to me it's actually come very recently uh, in my journey of continuous professional development reading various forms of books consuming different forms of media from influential figures and I often look back at the past and I look at the things that have happened in my life that have kind of shaped me to who I am now and I must say that on the cusp of 30 there are many many people that dread turning 30 and I think it's because they look back at the last 10 years and what they've accomplished to date and a lot of a lot of it is that at turning 30 you haven't accomplished much in terms of your professional goals um, you may not be the multi-millionaire you delusionally thought you would be at 18 some of you may very well be and that's good that's great but you know what everybody has their own journey and their own path to take and their own set of circumstances and challenges to overcome in order to you know how, uh, how, how would I say it well I'm a gamer 
so gain enough experience to level up and I like I like that that way of thinking is that especially if any of you are familiar with RPG games is that you know what your character has has to um, endure a number of challenges to gain the necessary experience to progress to the next level and I much think that life is very much the same you've you've got you can't come out of school at 18 and expect to be um, a professor in all things business professional and life it's just not the way things work and with the broken education system and the archaic information available to students I think that a lot of people are put at a disadvantage and I'm not saying that as somebody without a degree um, that uh, I stigmatize people with degrees and tertiary education there's a lot of value in it but I myself didn't find much of the value in uh, school and I wasn't a bad student I was actually a great student uh, all throughout high school and my first year of university um, but I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit so born in October of 1991 and for the first five years of my life there I can't really say I remember much right now I know that uh, by the time I turned uh, three my second brother was born and by the time I turned six six my youngest two brothers they are twins they were born and growing up as the oldest of four boys there was always a sense of responsibility thrust on me and it wasn't thrust on me by my parents uh, there were things that happened in our lives that uh, kind of pushed me to become the self-appointed guardian and protector and kind of caretaker of my three younger brothers so from the day I was born in 1991 I know that my parents really struggled my dad had a construction business with a partner and uh, that did very well for a while or it seemed to do well for a while until there was some illegal um, dealings with my dad's ex-business partner and my dad ended up having to, to lose a crap load of money and my mom was young she when I was born she was only 19 years old so my parents were quite quite young and uh, we grew up quite poor my mom ended up having to have two working two to three jobs and I remember for a good period of my life that I don't remember much of my mom because she was always working and um, unfortunately my dad in his professional career throughout ended up uh, with bouts of depression and things got quite hectic and they ended up separating and um, both remarried a few years later so at the age of eight eight or nine years old my mom left South Africa to go to Dubai to kind of you know work a job and get some good money so that she could come back and start the business and she'd actually left with uh, her new boyfriend at the time and they ended up getting married in Dubai because I think it was illegal for a man and a woman to live together I don't know the story I don't know how true this is uh, I, I stand open to being fact-checked but I believe that a man and a woman could not live together unless they were married so they got married in Dubai they were there for about two years 
came back and bought into a franchise business now for privacy reasons I'm not going to talk about what franchise they bought into but from about 2003 right up to 2007 for five years they built up this franchise to be the number one in the country um, they provide a lot of training for new franchisees that were coming to the group and I was very proud of my mother at that stage quite hurt that she'd left it was a messy divorce uh, between my mom and my dad and uh, things with restraining orders my dad was not allowed to see the four of us without uh, permission without supervision so he had to move back home with his mom and sisters so that he could see us on every second weekend uh, under supervision and then all of a sudden my mom decides that she's going to uh, leave and go to Dubai because it's a better opportunity for her to come back to the, 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 the areas <laughs> there's a lot of areas in my life that I don't remember so these are just the details and there was a lot of a lot of psychological trauma between myself and my brothers that we had to endure and I think if I look at myself and my three brothers I think we've overcome a lot of it um, so from there we had gone from rags to middle class at that stage so I remember eating maybe every second day growing up to a point where things started to become stable and um, when my mom got her business things kind of got a lot better and then I carried on visiting you know my, my dad ended up taking custody of us when my mom was in Dubai and we never ever ended up going back to my mom for a period of time when she returned to uh, South Africa in 2004 uh, three, I think it was. She left in 2001, came back in 2003, built up her business to about 2007, the franchise business, which they ended up selling and then starting a new business in the construction industry doing con uh, concrete pumping and uh, tool hire. They ended up building that business up over the next uh, three, three years and it also did quite well. Um, we had then, by then, in 2008, moved back, moved in with my mother and her husband. And life got very good for us. We had gone from rags to middle class to uh, living rich with, with, with riches. You know, we wanted for nothing. I ended up going to a private school, uh, matriculating from that private school where I was uh, academic top 10, um, head boy of the Student Representative Council and uh, matriculated with starry eyes and uh, bright visions of the future. From there I ended up going to the University of the Free State in uh, Bloemfontein and I was studying a BCom in marketing. Now bear in mind I'd lived a sheltered life uh, under my parents rule. Uh, first year of varsity or you, we call it varsity was a bit of an eye-opener in terms of independence and uh, as all good students I was really independent I was a, a good student I did very well in my first year but kind of throughout my first year and I was very underwhelmed with the content of the modules I was learning uh, I wasn't getting great grades I just wasn't even you know I eventually stopped applying myself just because I felt like the um, the modules and the contents of the course that I was studying was just, it 
didn't interest me. It, it, I didn't see how they could be practiced in the real world. Now, at that stage, it was 2011, 2012, and YouTube had just started taking off as a source of training and education and tutorials. And I kind of got the uh, notion that, you know what, if I wanted to learn something, I could just learn how to do it online. Why the hell do I need a degree? Looking back, I squandered an opportunity. It would be nice to have that, uh, that, that, that degree behind my name, that piece of paper. Might have opened up different opportunities. But as I said earlier, I, I believe that uh, the chips fall where they have to. Um, and I have to take accountability and responsibility. And the blame is on nobody else but myself. I was a very lost individual so ended up coming back home from university without a degree wasted almost three years of my life and had to enter the job market ended up landing a job with a distribution company a very very junior junior position it was a very young company with um, very interesting remuneration uh, remuneration remuneration packages it was a very very low basic with a com structure and uh, uh, equity in the company if you reached a certain target I'm fresh out of varsity no practical work experience I didn't know what the hell I was doing but I found I was managing to connect with the prospects quite well and cultivate the relationships I had a very good demeanor and very good uh, approach with people and understanding people and understanding buying triggers um, overcoming objections and uh, not necessarily making the sales straight away but uh, knowing when to apply pressure when to back off when to call back when to follow up it kind of came naturally to me and I didn't think I was doing anything special I thought I was doing mediocre um, uh, average I was average and it wasn't until I had to quit that job because I didn't have a driver's license I couldn't I couldn't drive a car and I was commuting by the train for two hours a day all my money was going into transport there was nothing left over for myself I didn't know how I was gonna survive I couldn't pay rent I couldn't eat it was a shocking eye-opener and at that stage a few months out of coming home, I realized how bad I'd messed up my opportunity with my degree. Having said that, though, later in life, I'd, I know of a few people that have graduated with, their deg with the degrees that they studied, ended up not going into the field that they studied for and going into complete different verticals and uh, enjoying their lives. Um, I know of another individual in my circle that graduated uh, with his BCom and thought that he was going to enter the job market and make tons of money. Uh, we're sitting three years later and uh, he doesn't know what to do with his life. So I believe with the right mindset, right connections or the right uh, strategy, a degree or even an honours can get you quite far in life. But ultimately it's up to you and what you accept and what you undertake as a challenge. Uh, you can over overcome obstacles. Nobody is going to save you. So stop waiting for handouts. Stop waiting for someone to come out and 
give you a silver spoon and tap you on the backside and tell you go for it. It's not the way life works and I had to learn that very, very, very quickly. From there I ended up uh, at a construction company with um, a good starting salary for a very inexperienced uh, individual. I ended up working there for a year, mostly on night shift. And I was at that stage I'd met my who is now my wife and mother of my first child and we're expecting our second very soon in the next three months and I barely saw her and um, I, we, we, we lived like that for a year seeing each other on weekends me being exhausted um, it was it was it was this was almost eight nine years ago and there came a point where I saw that the company was going into the ground so I started hunting for another job and interestingly enough I was applying left right and center and I ended up getting three job offers in three very different industries but they were all career prospects so the first was a technical sales development representative for a solar company uh, and this was back in 2013. The second job offer was as a financial advisor with a very well-known insurance group. And the third was for an estate agent's assistant. And I sat with those three job offers for a week and weighed up the pros and cons. I mean, I was sitting there for a year in a job that I didn't really enjoy but it was paying me enough to get by and get what I need and it came to a point where before I started hunting for those jobs I started really wishing I could find a career vertical that I could follow and build a potential business with in future and here I was sitting with three three job offers in three industries which could offer very lucrative careers now I naturally ended up as you could tell now in real estate as an estate agent's assistant training through the ranks uh, learning everything I could from my two mentors uh, I owe where I am today to the two of them because without them and their opportunity and them putting their faith in me uh, I wouldn't be where I am today um, I love both those men uh, with, with everything I've been and I still talk and see them every now and again very good men so I ended up working at this at this boutique high-end residential real estate company for about three and a half years learning what I can from them and uh, combined in those three and a half years we sold close to next to a billion rand in residential properties uh, and I got to meet, rub elbows with the who's who's I got to meet some of my childhood heroes and childhood crushes I got to meet some very interesting business owners and in towards the end of the three and a half years with them I ended up we ended up listing a commercial property in uh, on in our portfolio to market and after about three months I ended up selling that property and I'll be very honest at that stage I didn't I didn't know much about commercial 
real estate. I didn't even know it existed. Um, I was very much in a box and bubble with uh, high-end residential sales. And the houses we sold were just, they were magazine, they, were, they, they belonged in, in magazines. And some of them did end up, end up being featured in, in high-end interior design and architectural magazines. Um, so that was the first run-in I had. And when, with the person who ended up buying the commercial property had a, a number of questions that seemed very foreign to me. Um, and I, I took quite a bit, bit of an interest and I found that I, you know what, I was kind of plateauing with the residential firm and I needed to expand my horizon. So I ended up taking up a position uh, as a commercial real estate broker with a national real estate company. And I was actually with them for a year and two months and I went in there with the mindset of being a sponge and you know what for the next for the first month I was just soaking up information practicing pitches knocking on doors cold calling canvassing marketing putting up my own boards it was all foreign all new to me but after a month I'd fine-tuned myself to a point that um, within uh, within the first eight months of my being there I sold a my first warehouse uh, to the value of 11 million rand with um, rentals in between and I was I was winning awards with this national company I was getting recognition and just as my position in that company was taking was was kind of like rolling I felt I felt like okay I've got a handle on of this I need to jump to the next thing and here I am today working for a industrial uh, property company they own industrial properties um, I'm managing those properties and I'm also managing the sales and letting side of those properties so apart from auctions which I have no particular interest of getting actively involved in in auctioning but apart from auctions I'd kind of come I've, I've kind of come full circle in my real estate career having touched pretty much all sides and my goal is in the very near future to have my own company but as it stands right now I'm trying to document my journey and uh, kind of build up an audience of people to, to follow this journey and uh, potentially future clients um, and uh, as I start taking this next step in my journey uh, I'd always said from the moment I got involved in real estate that by the age of 30 I want to be my own boss in this industry and at 30 is fast approaching in 2021 and I, I am more motivated than ever especially with a young family to get this going and I'm not going to tell you how I plan to do it I'm not going to reveal my game plan but I am going to document the journey and and uh, you guys will get to see kind of behind the scenes of what it is that I do every day and um, I'm going to use this platform also to kind of introduce you guys to my clients and, and and that is why I love what I do now and I love the commercial broking is because that I always had an eye for business thanks to my mother uh, getting involved in her business and also having a job as a as a video shop clerk at the age of 17 that was a detail I skipped over 
but I was always interested in business and what struck me with commercial was that I got to hear these guys stories of how they started in their garages or how they started while having a full-time job and they've grown these companies to like be uh, a minimum of five employees or a maximum of 800 employees I got to meet everybody and hear their stories and their stories fascinated me and that was kind of why I decided I still I'm definitely in the right sector of the industry and uh, I definitely won't give it up so if you haven't gathered already I'm now working for who was my biggest client as an industrial commercial broker um, still kind of doing what I was doing before but now as an employee and uh, he's actually a property developer so I've also spent the last three and a half years working for him learning as much as I can from his investment side of things and I must say I've learned quite a quite a lot from him uh, I've got immense respect for him as well so my one thing to go out to my own is not going to screw him over in any way shape or form I just want to get that out there for anyone who's thinking um, it's definitely not going to screw him over it's to try and include him in my journey forward so that is just that is it I want to clear that up very quickly so my journey and the people that I come into contact with are definitely going to feature on my podcast videos and social media platforms because I want you guys to also to be exposed to those stories and for anyone listening to this podcast that's entrepreneurial at heart or you know show interest in business at all please note that this isn't just a real estate podcast this is an entrepreneurial and marketing podcast and a uh, documentation of my journey and kind of like a journal of my thoughts and insights into what's happening and uh, I must say in uh, May of 2021 the world has definitely changed and I don't even need to mention why we all know what's happened in the last year but I see this change now as more of a positive um, for the long haul there's definitely changes in the way that we do business it's sad that a lot of people have ended up losing their lives, losing their livelihoods. It's kind of been a catch-22 and I'm kind of glad that I was not a policymaker or in government in control of trying to handle these crises. I'm not going to get into the politics behind what I believe with regards to the way everything was handled. Um, but yeah, hindsight is 2020 vision. So, exciting things to come and to discuss, but that's... Uh, kind of my story a boy that's gone from rags to middle class to riches I didn't mention that my mom ended up losing her business in a divorce uh, proceeding and ended up uh, getting cancer and she passed away two years ago with nothing to her name so it's not like me and my brothers are getting a massive uh, inheritance we've actually lost any inheritance we were possibly going to have with my mom's passing but that's not even it if uh, I was given 24 hours to uh, if I was given a million dollars and 24 hours to live I would uh, or, or 24 uh, what a million dollars and 24 hours to live I wouldn't take the money I'd choose life so I'm putting that into perspective right now very quickly about what my values are I miss my mom a great deal she was definitely my biggest fan and definitely as being a businesswoman uh, definitely someone I could always lean on with my ideas thoughts and uh, insights and she always gave me great business advice in terms of my job and my roles so 
yeah, her passing was very, 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 uh, was a very big impact on my life. And uh, it was just, it was two months after my daughter was born. Um, a lot of, a lot of emotional turmoil at that stage. But uh, two years later, I'm at a point where I feel my most powerful, my most energetic and my most uh, motivated to move my life forward positively. Because you know what, despite my beliefs, behaviors or whatever else, I know that I am in control of my own destiny and I need to accept responsibility for the decisions I've made to this point and uh, grow from the experiences that I have had to this point and I am not ignorant to the fact that I've still got a lot to learn, trust me, you're going to be following me along this journey about learning. Um, but I'm very excited for what's to come. So guys, thank you for tuning into this podcast. I hope that uh, you've kind of got an idea of who I am. It was a little bit of a ramble and I didn't really get into too much of the meat and bones as to what's shaped me. But uh, as you get to know me, I'll be rehashing my, my, my timeline and my story and uh, you'll be... In time, you'll understand who I am, what I stand for, and what I've been through. And there will be lessons that I've learned that hopefully you guys can learn too. Um, mistakes I've made that uh, hopefully you can learn from. And I definitely want to engage in my audience. So if there's anything about me after hearing this podcast, that anything that you'd like to know, please uh, follow my contact details, uh, drop me an email. Or connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. And let's get in touch. Uh, if there's anything you want to know or any detail you want me to air in maybe another episode, I'll be happy to do that. Uh, I'm an open book. And uh, I'm all about accepting who I am and presenting who I am to the world without uh, a care or a worry of what you think of me. So even if you have hate mail or hate comments or, or constructive uh, critiques and criticisms to make, I'm open to hearing those too. Because to, quite, uh, to be quite frank, if you don't like the way I sound, you don't like the way I communicate, I, it doesn't really bother me. The whole goal is to kind of document my journey and uh, connect with an audience. And just to get my story and my brand and, and who I am out there. So I know that this is a... A scrappy scrappy podcast uh, or a, 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 I am I, I sound and seem scrappy but I don't really care everybody's gonna start somewhere so without further ado guys I need to get going I hope that you have a great day or evening or weekend or whenever you may be listening to this in cyberspace I hope that you're well healthy uh, alive and motivated to tackle your goals and challenges with much love guys i greet you until next time bye bye